and the uh, flocking sloth grazer, which I, I thought was <laughs> yeah. those flocking groth Every, grazers, okay. sloth grazers. I'm not alone goth. then. Every time I saw them in a distance, I was like, these flocking sloth grazers. <laughs> flocking sloth grazers. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Starfield with Normal People. We are your normal people, Dwayne and my good friend Michael. Michael, what's happening, man? That's right. We are so ridiculously normal. It's crazy. (laughs) Nudge, nudge. Yeah. I'm doing great. I have a fake leg. (laughs) (laughs) That's normal, right? There's a bunch of, It's filled with uh, lead Uh, as well. Yeah, I hear lead (laughs) is really really good for you. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, more of it's that lead Def- definitely definitely put more <laughs> lead wherever you can more lead everywhere that's needs to be my new bumper sticker yeah so i mean hey if, if it was good enough for my grandparents it's, it's good, good enough, enough for, for fuel us. in the 60s it's good enough for us now i gotta say i've got some really fun news oh okay lay yeah. it on me brother yeah so today just today wait fun for you or fun for everyone. And just for me. <laughs> just just okay. for me. Glad yeah. to clarify that. Sorry, not for anyone else. So the fun news is that the uh the Series X Starfield wrap that they advertised just a month or two ago. Um, it finally arrived in my house, and I haven't even gotten it out of the box yet because I I just came straight here to for us to record. Right, right, right. So I'm very excited. So it's probably just Sarah. That wraps all it's the way around just the a- Xbox. That's the wrap, right? That's <laughs> just the- her. Yeah. So wait, what is the wrap? Like, it's, it's just the logo, logo or something, right? It, no, it's a it's a whole like it makes it look like your Series X is completely redesigned okay. to be in Starfield uh, fashion. So now it will match your your headset and your controller. It will. Are these difficult to install? I mean, do I have to take this down to my? local auto like your auto yeah have him wrap it for me i mean is it complicated or it's not so um what's crazy is i saw the video you know when it came out because in in the olden days like 10 years ago you would get a yeah vinyl sticker Mm -hmm. basically and you'd have to apply it so carefully off by one tenth of a millimeter the whole thing was crooked yeah which would drive me crazy yeah yeah or you get a bubble in there or something so no this is a bubbles it's either magnet or Velcro, like where it attaches in the back. Okay. Do you remember on the 360, they used to have the face plate? I do not. Yeah. I have so, a 360, but I don't recall the face plate. Yeah. You could remove the front plate mm-hmm. on the original one. Hmm. And then they would have like Viva Pinata, Gears of War, like sure. you could put a new plate. So this, it kind of reminds me of that. I get it now. It's like modding for, it's like modding light. Yeah, <laughs> like, super light. It's just like for it's us like PC a sock. guys, we're just like kind of laughing yeah. inside because you know, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we actually build yeah gaming machines, but put put rainbow colored lights in our devices. <laughs> it's all about the R R G B R G B. But uh, no, yeah, so it's cool. It'll it'll look nice, and it's just nice. a fun little thing. Yep. You know, carrying all this extra stuff around for your Xbox actually reminded me of. A story that came out this week about someone who tested the upper limits, potentially, of how much you can carry in the game. How much over-encumbrance? Encumbrance. Don't <laughs> oh, you ever yeah. say encumbrance in my presence again. <laughs> One million kilograms. A player named Bounty Kraken discovered that any movement immediately 
drains all your O2, as you would expect. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is like, like I said, with personal, personal atmosphere, atmosphere, you could you could activate that and at least get a little farther. Man, that's funny. So this is pretty big news. Will Shen, who is the lead quest designer for Starfield, mm-hmm. is actually leaving Bethesda to join uh, some other RPG veterans to make a brand new open world game. Wow. But what's exciting is even though um, I'm a huge Bethesda fan, this RPG pulling in this kind of talent, apparently it's a Lovecraftian horror RPG that they're going to be developing. Okay. So definitely something to watch out for. Yeah, well, we wish him success. Didn't someone else leave this week? One of the big main main guys? Actually, yes. After 24 years, Pete Hines, Pete Hines that's is yeah. retiring. Mm. I think, hey, if he was planning on retiring, like it's probably pretty nice to leave after launching a brand new IP. That's a phase of his life that is complete, and this would probably be as good as time as any to, to move on. We wish him success. Um, there was a, a cool little detail that a player named uh, Velvetio noticed, which was when they dock their ship and they're in third person, and they they see the their character's hand kind of glide across the uh, the walls of the ship as they're leaving the ship. Really, yeah, which was kind of just a little, a nice little animation, nice little detail that uh, wow. they noticed in game. So if you see that. Uh, let us know. I'm going to I'm going to try to do that now. I'm going to look for that. It's yeah. interesting. I was showing some of my gameplay clips to a friend of mine and he was so surprised to see that I was playing in third person. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't play in third person. Yeah. For a while I was doing it because I like seeing like my character like the armor that he's wearing and that kind of thing. But I don't know. I just switch back and forth. It feels like playing a different type of game depending on what you do. Yeah, for me it's it's since you're at an angle, you're kind of the camera's off like 30 degrees off the character. It feels weird. It always feels like I'm trying to triangulate even though there's a, a reticule on the screen. Yeah. It still feels harder to aim and I to control. I actually agree. Yeah. If I get into a firefight and I'm starting to like notice that I'm off with my shooting, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll switch to first person. But yeah, it's funny. I was I had a whole week where I was doing third person and then I had that conversation with him and then I got back and I was just I don't know, I got back in the mood for first person. And so I've been kind of staying there now. It it's definitely more immersive. Well, Starfield was the the best-selling game of September. Yeah. Which you kind of would expect, but here's kind of the interesting thing about that. It's um it's kind of more impressive because of Game Pass. Right, everybody's getting yeah. it for free, or a lot of people are, which means, in order to become the best-selling game of September, it still had to sell a lot of copies on Steam yep. as well as Xbox. So people yeah. that don't have Game Pass still felt that they it was good enough game for them to buy it. You know, this is also a testament to kind of a, the Bethesda game that everyone knows what a Bethesda game pretty much means. Yeah, and. The thing is, like, yes, I bought the game. I have Game Pass, so I didn't have to buy the game. Right. I did want, like, the special edition. But anyone going into, like, if they've played Bethesda games before, they already know, oh, I'm going to be playing this game a long time. Mm-hmm. So they don't even, they don't Am mind Am I going to continue to pay Game Pass or pay for Game Pass? 
yeah years into the future yeah maybe not and like i i I, so i had uh i've got a ps5 so i had ps plus for a year and because i wasn't really touching that that much like i wasn't really playing a lot of games off ps plus i you know i canceled it for for now Mm -hmm. i do think that i'll go back to it like when i feel like i want to catch up on playstation games but here's the question is there a game that was available on that that you no longer have that you now miss spider-man uh miles morales i was playing that okay um and so that feels like one i would have bought just for that reason like i don't know yeah maybe but see that's it's tough because i look at the whole collection and i say oh if i buy just a month of play you know playstation plus or xbox game pass or whatever Mm -hmm. then i can play that game and others yeah, it's tricky. Game Pass, I just always have it because everyone in my family is playing these games. and That makes more sense yeah. when you have more people. Yeah. So even though I am, I consider myself device agnostic, Xbox is my go-to. Mm-hmm. So You do have the Xbox tattoo also in an unmentionable <laughs> place. but Yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> worth it, though. That was worth it. And yeah, I don't... So the thing is, I could have played Starfield for free asterisk, you know, Mm-hmm. included with game pass but what is game pass up to is it like 30 bucks a year or uh what well is it? game pass ultimate i think is 16 dollars a month holy smoke well yeah you but so now you pretty... can do you can do game pass core mm-hmm. which by the way that both of those include the xbox live gold live account or whatever Boring. <laughs> <laughs> i've you know i'm talking to a pc player right now they're just like oh wow paying glazed for over, online like... <laughs> okay wow um yeah it's kind of bs but um, i always pay 69.99 for all my games okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> through steam how else no i mean but they do have the they've got a lot of sales but you're right steam, but not on the game that just came out that is a big title yeah, you're going to be paying for that for a long time. And the thing Full is, price. like, yeah, I I have Game Pass, but um, yeah, there's certain games on there that I'll try, but mm-hmm. that like I might not be playing it the next day. I have tons of those games that I'm glad I have Game Pass so I can try it and not feel guilty sure. when I delete it. You feel like a responsible adult because you didn't, yeah, go out and spend too much on a game that. Oh, and. Lord knows I have a healthy collection of digital games that I got on sale mm. that I have not Even played cracked yet. open. Yep. <laughs> Same way. But you got a great deal on them. Once, once a game hits that below 10 threshold, mm. I go, I'll play that someday. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to get it. It's, if you yeah. had any interest in it whatsoever, it's like, yeah, that's an easy purchase. Yeah. I found a really cool thing this week, which is an interactive map of the galaxy of Starfield. It's on uh, mapgenie.io slash Starfield. I'll just Google it, basically. Yeah. And you'll find it. But it also has maps of cities, skills. Wow. And even snow globe collections. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, if you're trying to complete your snow globe collection, check that out. No affiliation. And if you're listening to this, uh, we will actually put a link down in the show notes. Nice. And you know what? Speaking of links... We wanted to announce uh, that, yes, if you want to come chat with us, we have a Discord. We've actually mm-hmm. had a normal people Discord for quite some time now. 
but it's getting really fun to have uh, all of the Star uh, Starfield players and you know listeners of the podcast popping in to say hello and discuss the game. Uh, you know, it's not just for Starfield, but that's where you mm-hmm. know if you guys are coming from the podcast, there's a lot of Starfield discussion happening and Pac Man. Sure, Pac Man yeah. talk twenty four seven. We will make sure. Yeah, we'll make sure there's a link so you can come talk about you know Pinky and Blinky and and <laughs> Pac Man and and Miss Pac. If you could name all of them, I would have been impressed. okay. Okay, Pinky. Okay, hold on, Pinky Blinky. Pinky. I want to <laughs> say oh, it's not Winky, but I know that the fourth one is Clyde. All right, I'm gonna look you it got, up. You got three out of four. Not okay. bad. All the Pac. Man, while you looked that ghosts. up, did you ever notice there are no no eyeglasses in Starfield on any characters? Oh, so some astute uh, players have noticed that there there are no glasses, no sunglasses, no seeing eyeglasses, just no glasses in Starfield. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, I I feel like that's like an oversight. I think that you could say, oh, in the future, we just we fix LASIK. everyone's eyes, LASIK. which actually could be like maybe LASIK just, you know, has improved and is not expensive. And so I could see that. Yeah, I could see a future without glasses. Sure. But they also kind of in that same vein, they they complained about the lack of diversity in kids in terms of character models. There's very okay. few kid character models. I've noticed this. Yeah. So it feels like yeah. a very like. Is there some kind of virus killing all the kids? Because there's just not that many kids out there. But I mean, most players are not going to care, really. Or most players won't. But here's, you know, I saw someone point out that uh, there was a there's a kid character from a very specific mission mm-hmm. that looks very similar to another kid character that is also important to the plot. And it's it's just a it's a little bit bizarre. Brother, sister, no, or sisters, twin sisters. (laughs) They shouldn't be related at all. Uh, We'll just slap a different costume on. It'll be fine. Change the hair color. I just I find it so bizarre. Like, um, I I don't know. And it's funny because I we got called out that (laughs) we had one review that said that we were too negative on the game. And I was like, that's funny because I feel like we are just praising the game nonstop. And then occasionally we'll talk about a little bit of an issue, mm-hmm. but yeah, this one seems weird to me. I think it's, it's such a, um, a big game that naturally you want to find things that can be improved and it's early. Yeah. I, I saw another comparison today. We've been comparing uh, cyberpunk a lot and talking about how, they fixed a lot of issues two years after the fact. It took them two years yeah. to come back and, and make the game much better. Uh, but there was another game. Oh, it was No Man's Sky. Yeah. Someone was comparing that. And I was like, dude, remember when No Man's Sky came out at first? It was not this polished. So it was it was really, really bad. And there was like hardly any content. Yeah. But and, yeah. My point is like the there's there's a lot to find fault with right now early in, in the game. And I, I think there's going to be so many more expansions and, and things added to the game. Yes. That you're right, but there, I, I there'll want be that many more things we can find wrong with it. <laughs> I just want to add a disclaimer though, to that because Starfield has launched 
in an in a fantastic state compared to those two games. Yeah. Like No Man's Sky, which don't at me because I, that's one of my favorite games. I love No Man's mm-hmm. Sky. That's his other tattoo. But yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> and um that that one launched in a horrible state. And I I know, I know that it's not necessarily the Nebraska. developer's fault. I know the whole story, but it launched in a horrible state, and so did Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, I guess, launched okay on PC if you had a good PC, but it was terrible on console. And and it's it's interesting to see these comparisons made with Starfield because Starfield launched in so much better of a state than those games. Mm. It is a complete game. And this is, I, I find fault with anytime I see somebody say, Oh, don't worry. Mods will fix this game. Yeah. The game it's is not the fine. Job of mods anyway. It's not the job of mods anyway. And also the game already has tons of content, a great story. I know, debatable. Some of you, some people don't like it. It's and subjective. Bubbles that you fly through. What? <laughs> bubbles <laughs> that you fly through to get powers. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get it. Were you it. and I talking about how like the, the whole temple thing is pretty impressive. You walk up, the doors are different, at least in the, there are a couple different right. ones. It's very cool. The spinning thing in the middle is awesome. But the the idea that you have to chase a bubble in that room is just such kind of like a, a little bit of a buzzkill. Like I realized they yeah. had to do something. They wanted to make a mini game. I'm not sure what their thought process was there, but yeah, um, it's not, it's not terrible. It's just not. Yeah. It, it falls on its face a little bit. It falls I- flat. Exactly. I agree. I, it's one of those things where I'm like, well, I, I don't hate it. I agree that like the presentation is great. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, yeah, you're like chasing this thing and then sometimes it goes away and then you're like, oh, dang it. <laughs> and then the next one goes away <laughs> and it's very I'm on a streak I, <laughs> where yeah. I keep missing them. It's either I hit all four at once, like right away, or I'm like chasing around the room for yeah, an I've extra heard- 30 seconds, which I'm like, oh. I so Bubbles. I heard I heard a good tip. Um it they're just like as soon as you grab it, just go, go right back to go right oh. to center. Oh, okay. Just start going to the center above the ring because then if you see the next one you'll be like, that much closer go out. Like then you could yeah, you're already like where you can get the next one. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget to hit space bar on PC mm-hmm. to give you that little boost forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to do that boost. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, the, that term that, uh, you know, we hear in the film and editing and community, it's sometimes. Kill I, your I, babies? No. Oh. <laughs> well, that too. Kill your darlings. Um, no, it, it needs a little more time in the oven. Mm. I feel like this concept needed more time in the oven. I bet. Just having come from the development side of gaming. I bet there was something cool initially. Yeah. But there was that one guy at the meeting who said, no, it takes too long. People want to get their power. Let's just make this a quick little mini game. Right. And they changed it at the last minute. They didn't have enough lead time or development time. Or there was a placeholder at the beginning. And it was like, we need some kind of like thing. Yeah. Put this placeholder in there. 
I, and then I, that we, became the actual finished before product. Before you said that, I was going to say it feels like it was a placeholder activity. Mm-hmm. And then they were just like, yeah, this is this one's good. Yeah, this is good the way it is. Um, it's you spend so little time in there that honestly, it's a very minor gripe. But I mean, yeah. it kind of feels like it should have been a more spectacular part of the story. I see a lot of people hating on it and I'm not. That's not how I feel. I'm like, eh, I don't hate it. It's what about not this? I'm gonna bad. pitch an alternate uh, game mode, yeah. Or, you know, mini game, I guess, for you. All right. You know how when you get the artifact piece, you get into this like warp thing that's really cool. It's yeah. Like, it's like 2001, and you're warping into space, and like it's bending around you. Yeah. What if there was like that right away you get into the room you're in this like crazy space warp thing already and then you're you're somehow having to get into different color streams instead of bubbles or something or or not like the digipick for god's sakes (laughs) (laughs) don't make it like that because lining stuff up is or let's say like that what you're saying Mm -hmm. that your your consciousness is zooming through space right okay and every Every power has a little symbol, right? Yes. So what so if you're like, collecting little pieces of that symbol, and then once you get them all, it joins together. So if you're really fast and nimble, mm-hmm. like you can get them really quick, and then it's over. I would find that fun. Yeah, at least that would feel less clunky and less punishing because you're yeah. still in motion. You're like flying through space at a high rate of perceived speed, or your yeah. mind is. Whereas in the bubble game, um, you're stopping, you're turning around, you're looking around the room. There's like a disconnect between the the gameplay. Hey, yeah. if you if you guys have a alternative to the bubble game, <laughs> yes, for the powers, type it in the comments on our YouTube channel or or hit yeah. us up in Discord. I mean, pop I'd- in the Discord, go to our Starfield discussion uh, link, and mm-hmm. yes, tell us <laughs> what your idea would be for a better power mini game. Remember the angry video game nerd? Did you ever watch yeah. his? I feel like he could do an episode on, on that. I just see his like face and his mouth like dropping open when he's like getting mad or frustrated. <laughs> what about, okay. Uh, not to stay on this. I feel like we could do a whole hour on this. Um, but what if like, remember when you go to learn dragon shouts and like, to learn uh, the first one, you have to do it mm-hmm. at someone. Like, what if? Uh, and, and I think they do it to you. Like they, they're like they foos at you yes. or whatever, right? And, and you have to do it at one of them. So why, why isn't it that you go and to get the rings to? do what they do like maybe you're temporarily given this power and, and you have to activate that power yes. yes yeah and you would remember what that power i love this idea it would remember you would remember what the power is because i have four powers now i'm very early in the game and i never use them because i have like 25 <laughs> <laughs> michael has 25 i don't i don't know how there many must be some a cool lot. ones in there um the first four are not, okay. not great but <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, I would, I would remember, oh yeah, from the training session, AKA the game to get the power move. Yeah. I remembered. And then I'd be like, oh, this is a situation where I could use it. Yes. You should have been a game designer. (laughs) Come on, hire me. Not too late. That'd be, that'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. 
That would be awesome. Oh, well, we got what we yeah. got. You know, and I, I sometimes I'll comment and I'll say, like, I think it's okay to come up with ideas where what it could be. Um, there's sometimes where I just say, you know what? I'm playing the game that exists mm-hmm. and th- that's the game that's in front of me and that's what I'm playing. So, yeah. And again, it's a very small part of the game. Most of the time you're, uh, you're getting scanned for contraband. Yeah. Speaking of contraband, I read the funniest thing about how to smuggle items. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, it's a little bit of a cheat in the game, but I don't, I don't dislike this cheat. Yeah. Again, if in my mind, if it involves actual game physics or game mechanics, it's not a cheat. Is it an exploit? Kind of. But I mean, I think that's what makes these games fun is figuring out using the game mechanics, the game physics to do funny stuff or or unexpected things. Absolutely. So on Reddit, uh, a user named Zamura Pie actually talked about uh, contraband smuggling and how a shielded cargo um, plus the payloads skill. And if you have the jammer, you basically can raise it up to a 96% chance to evade scam scans. Wow. But there's still that 4% chance. And mm. let's say you don't have those things. Well, are you unlucky? You... Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> are you the cooler? You know how you can have your crewmates carry stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, you load up a crewmate with contraband. Then you dismiss them from your ship. They will find their way back home. Then you go to wherever you want to go and evade the scan. Whoop! You don't have any contraband. You park, you get out, and then you reassign that person to your ship. They will find their way, their way back to you. And now you have all the contraband. Brilliant. So what's funny is you're turning You still got that crew. stuff on you that I gave you earlier? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're basically turning your crew into drug mules. Perfect. Which I <laughs> find so funny. Finally, they're good funny. for something. Now, here's the thing. We talked about this, right? Uh, it's kind of a cheat, except this I can see happening in the universe mm-hmm. where they find a different way to the planet. You go in a right. smaller it ship, It could whatever. happen in, this, in the game universe. So role play players should not have issues. They should not have issues. So thank you for that tip. That is hilarious. Speaking uh, of contraband, I found a tip where if you have a ton of contraband to sell and the vendor it only has like 11,000 credits or something like that. Yeah. If that, if you're lucky. You yeah. can drop all the contraband on the ground right there and then leave go sleep or whatever, come back, and it's still just hanging out on the ground, and then you can pick it up and resell it. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty good, like, clutter lasts in this game. I've been seeing a lot of videos, like, the the, there was, like, trends um, with, you know, potatoes and things like that and toilet paper, but now I'm seeing trends of people just filling spaces, like someone filled up the lodge with just stuff and like the lodge is filled with npcs so they're always like walking around like fighting through all these piles of like garbage it's like you can you can turn starfield into an episode of hoarders 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Like I was cringing the whole time because I am very like, I, I hate clutter. Yeah. So <laughs> like funny. hoarders that, that TV show just made me sick to my stomach to watch yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's awful. It's awful. That's funny. Except for my dungeon where I keep my victims, all my clutter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you got to have somewhere to put it. Last week, Michael, we introduced a, a new audience participation thing called the Starfield Adventure Club. And I am absolutely thrilled with all the stories we've gotten. Um, yeah. Just really cool. Like it far exceeded my expectations. I and agree. Every day yeah. I was kind of either logging into Discord or going onto YouTube, looking for new comments. And uh, there's some really, really great stories. We want to shout out some of the some of the stories and and tell you some of the stories here. And yeah. And thank you. Thank you. Anyone who sent in a story, uh, if, if anyone is hearing this and is are a little confused, basically Dwayne and I picked a planet and we just said, Hey, we're all going here. Tell us a story or just tell us what you found. Mm -hmm. And yeah, some, some people, just basically gave us, you know, some gameplay, like, this is what I did. I, you know, this is what I saw. Some people really committed to like a captain's log style bit. Mm -hmm. So I was very entertained. You all are amazing. Absolutely. And what was cool for me was I waited until, uh, literally earlier today to go and do Vega to see. And then I had read all these stories that, that y'all submitted. And so I was looking around for like some of the stuff that people found. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. Sure enough, I found I found the uh, crocodiles, as I'm I'm calling them. Cro <laughs> I, think, I think they're called something else, but they're, yeah, they're like crocodons. But you're right, they're, like they're they're they got those big beaks and mm -hmm. yeah, a yeah. crocoduck and the uh, flocking sloth grazer, which I I thought was <laughs> yeah. those flocking grot. Every, grazers, okay. sloth grazers. I'm not alone Goth. then. Every time I saw them in a distance, I was like, these flockings, <laughs> <laughs> sloth grazers. Flocking sloth grazers. So um, funny. But yeah, I think it, it was weird. It was a weird sensation because Starfield is a single player game. Yeah. And people, you don't, when you, when you go to all these different planets and whatever, there's not really a, a sense of hanging out or doing it kind of with, friends i guess so i think right. this actually created that for me which i thought was really fun that is spot on i felt the same same way yeah what was your experience when you went there to vega to see so i'm gonna keep mine real short okay. so that we can get to the amazing submissions we had sure but what was interesting was this was actually the first planet where i landed in a plateau biome mm. so i hadn't seen this before and i have two thoughts on that Number one, very cool look. Number two, frustrating if you're trying to jetpack over it. And if you're like me and you're rocking a skip jetpack, mm. I couldn't, I, I had to go that around. Edge that it's just goes straight way up. too steep. Yeah. It's so, so steep. So I think I, I landed next to one because okay. the first thing I did was I saw uh, some of these flocking sloth grazers. And I had been watching these tips of how just taking out all these, um, you know, herds gets you quick XP. And sure yeah. enough, I'm start racking up the XP. But problem was like, I boosted up the side of this plateau, and I get to about 
80% up the side and <laughs> yeah. my boost runs out and that's, that's where the herd was at the top. Oh, so wow. then I, I stop. I'm like, okay, I'm going to let my, uh, boost recharge. And I start slipping down the side and then it just wouldn't let me, like there was some kind of glitch. Yeah. It wouldn't let me boost again because oh. I was stuck in the falling yeah. animation. Oh, and Bethesda doesn't like to let you jump off of a, like they want you to have sure footing right. to jump off. This of was not sure footing <laughs> at all. But the weird thing is what Sarah was sure footed because she stayed at near the top and started taking out the, the flocking oh. grazers. <laughs> and then all the, they all started roll. Once she killed them, they started rolling down the mountain. Oh no way. <laughs> then, oh. So I was slowly sliding down. I was probably about, you know, halfway down by now, um, back to where my ship was. And the, here come these giant rolling dinosaurs down the, the side of the plateau. And I was trying to take out Simba's dad with those flocking <laughs> scar sloth. Uh, and I, so I quickly would like kind of scoot over and loot them as, as she dropped, there was like three or four where I was able to oh, loot them man. as they rolled past me. And my, I have a, a young daughter. She walked in and she's like, what in the world is this? <laughs> like, it's, are there rolling dinosaurs? But, That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I actually, I had almost like a little nature program because I saw like, I saw like 20 uh, flocking star sloth grazers. That's Mm. tough to say. (laughs) I I saw like 20 in one spot and they were actually like, they were actually flocking. They were going from one place to another Mm -hmm. and it it was so like a David Attenborough documentary because (laughs) I just was watching them move together. And then the two crocodiles came in and attacked them Mm -hmm. like lions. And I was like, this is where like, to me, this is where the game really shines where you see like, it's like you're watching nature. You can just kind of sit back and watch, watch this, which you don't typically do in a video game because it's not that interesting, but this, this is actually interesting. I actually, well, and I was going to do this with No Man's Sky like last year. And I think I had mentioned to you, I had this idea for a, like a nature documentary. Mm-hmm. And as then we, actually, we yeah. actually, as a video, yeah, as a video on YouTube. And then we actually found somebody that was doing that. There's um, a whole dedicated a YouTube whole channel. channel. He yeah. doesn't have a lot of subs, right? But it's like actually really well done. It was real. It's like, yeah. it's one of those things where it's really we well done. Yeah. Um, but it it doesn't he wasn't getting a ton of views but he just he kept doing it so like kudos to to him but mm-hmm. i i almost want to do that for starfield now um yeah, yeah nature docs it would make a great great uh base game to do to yeah do that with i think so he probably already has videos of it up as we speak maybe if if he's yeah if yeah. he's doing starfield i wouldn't be surprised should we shout out super dave and friends 7427 yeah who left a Awesome story. Go and read it. Is that one? That one's on our YouTube channel. So that's on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, started he started sleep teaching abstract algebra again. There's this whole story about needing a nap and mm-hmm. nap time. It's very, this is the one I was talking about where it's done sort of captain's log type of thing. And I, I'm just going to read an excerpt. I want to do this in a dramatic voice. Oh. Okay. Let me so, get my popcorn. Yeah, so I'll just do this. By popcorn, um, I mean beer. <laughs> so it starts, you know, Super Dave says, we sat down on LV-426. One of our crew members, no, 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 wait, sorry. Andresia and I sat down on Vega-2C 
near an industrial outpost. We found a cold, desolate, lifeless moon in need of some exploring and maybe a tree or two. As is tradition, we forgot to take a nap before leaving the false dawn. That must be a ship name. And hurried off towards the outpost without any XP buffs. What we found was terrifying. That's all I'm going to do for now. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, go to our YouTube channel. That's where Super Dave wrote that. And um, yeah, read. He's he's got a part one and he's got a part two. Very worth reading. Won't take too much of your time. All right. We had an excellent comment from Demon of Saints 32. They talked about just how much loot they got. They got tons of credits and a new Varun ship. Yeah, which, it, which is awesome. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've got I, I, I don't think I even had a chance to get one of those yet. Yeah, me either. But I did uh, score a ton of credits. Like the first thing I found was uh, just one of those big yellow chests that was, I don't know, had thousands of credits. In oh, it. I was nice. Like, Dang, nice. I'll take it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a, a few elliptical uh, baddies were there, which actually one of them had an epic drop as well. So I cleaned up in like the first three kills. That's nice. Yeah, Demon of Saints uh, sounds like he uh, almost made the wildlife go extinct on that planet. Well well done, Demon. <laughs> yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, hopping from our YouTube channel over to our Discord, um, I have to say... Here's what is really nice about the Discord. We've got people sharing screenshots yep. too. And I wasn't, we didn't even ask for that, mm-hmm. but I appreciate it. It's really nice. We had Travel Monkey pop in and say that the very last scan of a creature on Vega 2C was the one that nudged him over to uh, level 50. Oh, good. so mm-hmm. that's fun. That's that's really nice. I'm glad, I'm glad that we in a small way were part of that level 50 achievement you know the joe biden i did that stickers <laughs> i did that i did that. i got you to level 50 you're welcome that's right i actually i got to i bumped up a level two when i was there oh so, nice yeah. yeah yeah you're in good company my friend it's hard not to and there's just you know so many flocking so <laughs> grazers many flocking grazers Sheesh, goth uh, grazers grazers uh, so thanks to also Chaos Routine popping in and saying that uh, most of his wildlife were wary or defensive and not aggressive, which is interesting. The crocodiles for me were very aggressive. Yeah. And even the grazers, if he got real close to one, I just walked right up to one and it turned. It came toward me and then it did attack. Yeah. And, but Typically, they would try to run away. Like if you shot one, unless it was like agitated, it was weird. They, they did both. Like the herd would run, but then also some of them, if they were mildly hurt, would then try to attack you. Yeah. But then if they were majorly hurt, they'd be like limping away. So I almost felt bad taking right. them all out. So I'm experiencing a bug. So um, without going into spoilers, anyone who has done the UC Vanguard mission. Uh, which, Dwayne, you have not. I have not. Okay. Um, you get a device, I guess, that beeps to warn you of a certain danger. Mm-hmm. And the microwavable uh, chicken is, is done. Yeah. That's the beep, right? <laughs> it's, it's all finished. Beep, beep. And I keep getting the beep. And so this was happening on Vega 2C, but it's happened to me on other plants as well. I'll get the beep, and it's like, I get the sense that this danger is getting closer and then it just stops. And it's, 
it's a bummer because um like I'm ready. I'm ready for the danger and then it doesn't happen. So I don't know. Hit me up uh in our Discord if you have this uh glitch as well. I'm pretty F- sure it's a 15 glitch. 15 meters, 10 meters. That's in the room. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Game over. Game over, man. It's yeah, exactly. It's, like that, right? it's so, it's so definitely inspired by alien. Um, or aliens, I guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's I feel like it's a glitch. It's very frustrating. So that was happening. Actually, I was hearing also the the scream sound of this particular danger in the forest. And I was That's actually unsettling. I was looking for it. It's, it's very unsettling mm-hmm. uh, of a, of a sound. But yeah, no, I don't know. It wasn't there. I had a glitch like that. I, I'm not sure if I said this on a previous podcast, but it was the mission where you infiltrate the Crimson fleet. Oh, yeah. And then you're taking the supplies, um, and you go meet that freighter. The just non-named NPC says we need to take these supply. Oh, we need these supplies. Something along that line. Oh, yeah. I was getting that everywhere I went. Like no matter just random, like Paradiso. Just and every every I, NPC was saying the same thing. Not every single one, but like uh-huh. easily half of them. Wow. So it was yeah. so annoying. And then I went back. I just had to finish the quest and then it fixed it. I was like, thank God. It oh, fixed it. that's good. Yeah. So, but you finished that quest for the beep thing a long time ago, right? Yeah. But it's still like if it worked properly, mm-hmm. it would still be a great like thing to have mm-hmm. because then you know about this danger anytime it's happening. I see. Like well, perhaps it's, it is a bug and they'll address it. And like maybe it's a known yeah. issue and they'll get to it. Yeah, definitely. That does sound annoying. We had a fantastic comment from Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Uh, I love how he started off uh, naming his ship the Neckbeard Six. Yeah, that made me <laughs> laugh. Would mean he had <laughs> five previous versions, I guess. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he talked about uh, very descriptively uh, some trees that he saw that looked like they were right out of a Dr. Seuss book. Yeah, so, I appreciated this level of descriptive mm-hmm. writing. And he also supplied a couple screenshots, which was awesome. So shout out to Turok. Thank you for that. Yeah. And then after that, uh, Bondo Calrissian popped into <laughs> <Bondo Calrissian. laughs> popped into the into the Discord. And here's what I like about the screenshot. Bondo didn't share a story, mm-hmm. but hey, they went and they experienced it. And they were like, I was here. Here's a beautiful screenshot. And now it's like opened my eyes to uh, invite people. Hey, you don't have to write something, mm-hmm. you know, just share a screenshot, you know, your favorite screenshot. Like I'm down with that as well. Um, so to everyone that submitted stories and comments and anecdotes and screenshots, thank you so much. All right. So this was a lot of fun and I get to pick the planet that we're going to this next week. Mm-hmm. And hey, there's a system in the bottom right section of the map, there's a system called Nirvana. They're a great band, right? They were. They were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long yeah. time ago. Uh, so we're going to go to the Nirvana system, and the planet that we're all going to go to is Nirvana 2. Yeah, and come as you are. Come as you are, yeah. Um, here like we are now. like herder spirit. <laughs> Here, here, here we are now entertained. Yeah. yeah. 
So head on down to that planet. I sound like a like a like inviting people down to the store. <laughs> Come on down. The local general store. <laughs> Come on down to Nirvana, down to Nirvana two. 2. I'm excited. Nirvana 2, uh, it's it's rock. It's a rocky planet like Earth, and, but it's temperate. And there's going to be a lot of uh, animals. Flaunt, there's a lot of fauna yeah. and flora. A lot of fauna there. Mm-hmm. A lot of magnetosphere. Um, you know so- what the description for the water is? Heavy metal, but it should have been alternative. Ooh. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it does say that. We're looking at it right now. Yep, the water says heavy metal. Oh, but that's funny. Grunge. Think you'll find right. some grungy bases there. That's right. There. They, it was called grunge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not much grunge these days. Nope. That's over. Bring it back. It'll come back like everything else. Mm-hmm. Thanks to everyone that listens on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And thank you to those watching on YouTube. All links are provided in the show notes below. Yes, and an extra special thanks for comments and feedback. If you have a comment, suggestion, or an in-game story to share, you can leave a comment on our YouTube page or come chat with us in the Discord. Definitely. And if you like the show, consider dropping a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. That would really help us. It would. Thanks, everyone, for traveling the Starfield with us. Make sure that you subscribe because we will be back for more next week. We'll see you then.